throwing up with a cane pole in his hand. Pocket full of tram sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a Alright, welcome back. Regulators, it's the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, we are live in the bunkhouse. We're live all over the country. Usually, we're just in the old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but today you're going to find me in small town Georgia and Grandma's Farm. Cody's at small town motel. In- Bass Buster Inn. Woo! That's where I stay when I'm out that way. I'll tell you what. Beefsteak is in the bunkhouse. Oh, yeah. Yep, uh, road rashes the ranch hand that gets ahead of gets there ahead of us, gets the gate open, gets the old pot belly stove fired up. This is the number one outdoor show on radio. We're live every Sunday morning at seven to nine, and that's recorded podcast available for you 24-7-365 on all your favorite podcast platforms. We're talking about just about anything we feel like talking about. Hey, we will talk about politics. What are you no. Every time we talk about politics, somebody complains about us. But isn't it all pol- political anyway? Hey, so I uh, I saw this interesting. Years ago, I heard about uh, feral longhorns that were down along the Texas border. And that you could go down there and actually hunt them. And I thought, man, that'd be, that'd be cool. Put that like on your wall? That. Have it mounted, a shoulder mount? Well, yeah, but I mean, I just thought, I just thought it'd be kind of cool. I, I and I would guess the meat would be okay, at least you know I would think some of it. I know longhorns Long, not, yeah, longhorn longhorns not, good, but good. it's not the greatest. Good meat. grass, you but know, it's it not is the, good. It's okay. I mean, yeah, absolutely, it's good. So we I saw this, it. I saw this news release out of Albuquerque this week. It said one national forest near New Mexico Arizona border has a problem with feral cattle. For years, feral wa- federal wildlife agents plan to put more of a dent in the population next week by gunning down the animals via helicopter. But the New Mexico Cattle Growers Association is concerned about the agent's ability to delineate branded from unbranded livestock. <laughs> there are also concerns about leaving cow carcasses on the landscape will only help attract wolves and put livestock at greater risk of predation. Federal officials say the unbranded and unauthorized cattle pose a threat to the environment and need to be removed from within the Gila wilderness. And I'm thinking, why in the world 
would you not allow some guys to buy some tags or even, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd load up my trailer and my 308 and I'd be hauling tail over there right now. If I thought I could get a chance to go harvest a couple of, can you hunt in a national forest? If you get permission, they're going to just fly over and kill them and leave them laying there. That's just, that does not make sense to me. I don't know why you don't set up a little pins, you know, some temporary pins like they do, like cowboys do every day. And do yeah, a little, where are the cowboys in this thing? Drive them suckers into that sucker and then load them up in the trailer and take them to you the watch, sale. You watch Auction the, barn. You watch the TV show Heartland. And you'll see they're rounding up wild horses all the time. Except for there's too much drama. They would never be able to get to the actual rounding up because there's too much drama. Yeah. Yeah. Because Sally and little Jimmy are in love and they have a. (laughs) And their horse. But you're right. You're right. The whole idea, you know, that they don't go to the cattle growers association or the local, you know, ranch out there they just get need some, some cowboys get some cowboys you know what over wasn't all on. wasn't all uh longhorns and all cattle feral at one time that's where it all started right went down to texas everybody started rounding them up and driving them up to kansas city and dodge and further and putting them on trains well, i and, know i know from from being an elk hunter and being up in the mountains that you know people get to graze they buy you know a grazing lease in the national force and they graze their cows up there and yeah that's the way it's happened for a bazillion years um i've never heard of feral cattle and i guess you can get some out and you know they breed and they get through a gate and they get over in another spot and they do or they don't get them all rounded up i can see all that happening but i just do not see where not getting some cowboys or even hunters. I mean, how many hunters? I know a half a dozen guys who pack up into the mountains and, yeah. you know, they take their mules and they do all that stuff. They get up in there and they hunt elk and they go after these feral cows. Man, these are, that's meat hunting right there at its finest. I guess it'd probably be about the same as a moose, right? I mean, or a big yeah, elk, a thousand a, pounds. You know, eight hundred. an elk, it ain't that big a deal. No, I think there's a lot better options than uh, the government handling it for us. Let's put it that way. Yeah, whoever came up with that idea, that guy's a jackleg. I'd Not say, to worry. Hey, the government's here to handle. I say we go take rent. Care of you. We go rent some horses. We go down there and rent some horses. Yeah, we go round them up. You don't have one yet. TJ doesn't. It, we wouldn't ride all the way to New Mexico. I mean, come well, on. and you got to get you got to get the horses in New Mexico because otherwise you got to do the whole Coggins thing, and it's just going to take forever. You just got to go up there, find some boys up there, and just like you just need to mount up with some guys already up there. Yeah, just jump in on that. Get jump in on that ride. Hey, uh, in Central Texas, two Central Texas counties are offering bounties for feral hogs. Wild pigs running rampant in central Texas. These counties are incentivizing hunters to thin pig populations by implementing a bounty program. Two counties in central Texas are putting bounties on feral hogs this year, starting in February. 
It's happening now. Hog hunters in Hayes and Caldwell <laughs> counties will be able to get paid for killing pigs to the tune of $5 per tail. Both counties received grants for Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Wildlife Service, which provided funding for the bounty program. Hayes County received $7,500. Caldwell County received $20,000. These counties will start shelling out the money to hog hunters in mid-February. So the $5 per pig bounty, pig tail bounty, will be paid by check in return for tails and or certified buying station receipts. Hayes County is also requiring participants to complete a W-9. <laughs> <laughs> what, what they're you thinking put they're going to get over $600 worth of $5. That doesn't matter one anymore. Person. No. I don't think that matters anymore. It's no. any income at all. Yep. Nah, that doesn't, that doesn't. His, Hayes County is also requiring participants to complete a W-9 and a participation form. These forms can be obtained in person at one of the Hayes County bounty stations or online through Central Texas Feral Hog Task Force website. <laughs> Nothing like making it. Who got that job? Well, Five dollars. Why, why does it have to be so complicated? Five dollars mm-hmm. a piece. The only the only way that's going to work is if you got your hog trap. And shoot, for five dollars a piece, it's going to cost you. I mean, it's you know a buck fifty a a shell right now and you got fuel prices up there you're losing money to kill these hogs for them the bounty program is part of hayes county's larger federal feral hog management program which includes education workshops and webinars for local hunters trappers and landowners the program will also incorporate a county-wide survey damage assessment and a volunteer-led trapping effort that will allow landowners to participate in what the county calls a feral hog trap sharing cooperative. The county has partnered with Meadows Center for Water and Environmental. That that's the old uh, uh, water place there in San Marcos um, at Texas State University, along with Cypress Creek Project, the San Marcos Water Initiative, and the Plum Creek Watershed Partnership, in order to implement the research and education components of the program. So I got an idea. Instead of sending out all those COVID tests, like a million of them or whatever they did, why don't they send out some pig traps to Central Texas? Well, you can co-op. You can go borrow these. They have a co-op program for these pig traps. Huh. What they need to do is, though, they need to make available some ammunition i think you're right cody yeah By the sign time up you... get a box of 270s yeah yeah i would like that to whatever do that it is. Well. they gotta they gotta they gotta come up a little bit stronger here they're gonna spend all their money on these meetings that they're gonna have talking yeah. about stuff and they're never gonna get anything done what they need to do is they need to get some bullets in the hands of the guys who are gonna kill them and get on down the road i'll tell you They'll what else you gotta get if you're going to do it, you better take your Ram truck. That's all I got to say. The best Ram truck month savings without the sticker scam at other dealerships. Come see Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Uh, don't be fooled by some dealer's advertisements that show you a lower price and put aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Another term you'll see is called market adjustment pricing. What that really means is more profit for the dealership. And that's not right. And we don't do business that way at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. The Nile Maxwell Supercenter sells more of the most awarded lineup of vehicles from FCA that surge in JD Power initial quality study 
that named Ram the number one brand in America. You have Niles' personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us the deal, and we'll beat it during Nile Maxwell's Ram Truck Month, 62183 in Austin or online anytime. NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. Coming up next, your Peter Report, plus your Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone, and we are live all over the country, the great United States of America. God bless America. God bless Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone, 24-7-365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Pro Brent Chapman, you're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth, the outdoor zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the outdoor zone number one outdoor show on radio. Hey, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust well we trust our friends over at sun automotive each and every person at sun automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs follow them on facebook for great maintenance tips and specials locations all around central texas there's 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. You can't beat Sun Auto Service. Get all the information, all the locations, and all their specials at sunautoservice.com. Sunautoservice.com. Now it's time yes. for your PETA report. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. We love animals too. They taste great. You do that every week. (laughs) I know. I think it's hilarious. But so uh, McDonald's has a new sandwich out. History says nobody will buy <laughs> mcdonald's corporation report wants customers who care about healthy eating and uh let's see it says wants options for existing customers and they want to meet when they want a meal that's healthy, healthier than a big mac or a 10-piece chicken mcnuggets what could be healthier than a big <laughs> mac or a 10-piece chicken mcnuggets why would you go to mcdonald's if you wanted to eat healthy well so that's the whole point so these fast food restaurants around the country have dropped salads and all these Mac meat kind of products. These guys, so they have McPlant. They have McPlant. <laughs> and it's this new burger that they're coming in with. But from all the research that they've done, Wendy's and Burger King, McDonald's and all those guys, they've all dropped tons of the stuff that they were trying to do, the apple slices and baked potatoes and yogurt parfaits. And it was such a small part. 3% of their sales were those items. Yeah, people say they like it but and they want the choice, right? But when they get to the window, do they order it? 
Right. No. And so with the, this huge study that they did, they found that, uh, that people really, really, if they go to McDonald's, they want a Big Mac. Or if they go to Burger King, they want a Whopper. And now on Burger King, after that, they launched that huge uh, veggie burger. And then all those people were complaining. The, the vegans were complaining, well, it's cooked on the same grill as meat. And it was this huge train wreck, you know. And well, it's, and in, it's this super yeah, but, small minority of people. But they also found and, out, right, TJ, that it really didn't just because it was impossible burger it was just vegan friendly because no animals were included in it but it wasn't good for you i mean right. it, the and hydrogenated it, and oils and all the stuff to make it taste like meat was just as bad if not worse and they put on now on the burger king website if you look at their uh ham their unmeat burger however you want to define it um, it says on there, cooked on the same grill as meat patties. They just they just said, no, we're not going to keep part of this. And it's because their sales are so, it, it, it's a numbers thing. And now they do sell some. I guess they do sell some. So, I mean, it's not a total crash and burn. But just it, it's interesting to me how many of those salad items and and little things that they were trying to do uh that they just quit trying to do it they're just not doing it anymore well well it doesn't make any sense you don't like and, i said you don't go to mcdonald's to have a veggie burger and it's i can tell you what you do and i can tell you that for me as a uh mcdonald's a former mcdonald's parent <laughs> who would regularly go to McDonald's with his kids, taking away the playground and removing all that stuff, using COVID as the excuse to remove all those playgrounds and that stuff. That was a huge reason why you take your kid to McDonald's. You you, you start, and, and really whoever's running McDonald's, the, the brilliance of that was you get a – two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old, five-year-old kid regularly wanting to go to McDonald's because of the toys and the prizes and the gimmies and, the, you know, and the little burgers and stuff. And you are branding that restaurant into their head. Plus, and it, helps, get, plus it helps with the immune system of the kid. I mean, crawling in and out of all those uh, slides, who, I mean, you build up a pretty good tolerance. Yeah, it still kind of grosses me out. I'm I'm a little grossed out by it. Yeah, but well, Cody, you used to oh, go you're there way on the other side of that anyway. But I, I can, I, for me, you know, the place like TGI Fridays and Chili's and all those things. I read an article in Ink Magazine that they that they build those around college campuses, and they the prices there are lower near the college campuses, and the reason for that is is so those college students that are just getting to where they can uh begin to earn uh earn a living get out and earn a living they're going to have these restaurants that are a almost a habit of going to or they're you know they're familiar with and they'll go off and they'll go into a, a big town somewhere and the prices aren't lower there 
their normal prices or maybe even higher. And so they're creating this customer base. And I just think McDonald's is making a huge mistake if they don't, if they don't operate that way, because you're not going to just get with all the people who worry about their health and all that stuff, you know, they're, you got to create a customer. Well, and, and you I can think do it, it starting at three, come on. And, and kind of the same mentality, creating a customer, we see it in fishing. We see it in hunting. You know, I, it, uh, there's there's a group called the Guggen Squad that makes fishing baits now. Bass fishing videos is what they started doing, YouTube videos. And now they are dominating the tackle industry, the uh, fishing market. But the beauty behind the entire thing is the beauty behind the entire thing is that they're bringing they're they're starting this entire revolution of these young anglers. There's thousands of colleges now that have college fishing programs. There were 400 teams on Lake Sam Rayburn, where I am right here yesterday, in a high school fishing tournament. So did 400 it it? teams, 800 kids, 400 captains. So you're saying it made it cool to have it on It made YouTube? it cool. You're right. It brought relevance to it. So... Uh, all I'm saying is the, the market to the, I mean, those restaurants that build near college campuses is brilliant. Yeah. And the, in, in any industry and the bass fishing knew it, the fishing industry knew those, those high school and college kids were the next group and they had to break into that. They had to take some of their money and put it over there. Because those guys were the next batch, and they were the influencers. They'd do those television shows and get, you know, 30,000 people watching them, or they'd put an ad in a magazine and get 50,000 subscribers. Those Guggen Squad kids do one video, and they get a million six viewers right. in a week. Yeah. So it's you got to pay attention. Something else you need to be paying attention to is Shore Raw Bar and Grill. If Amen. you have not been there, you need to go and Right now, they have a few of their reservations available for Valentine's. Oh, my goodness gracious. Everything you want over there. Their brunch today is going to be great. Tres leches, apple cedar donuts, fried egg sandwiches, third coast Benedict, Maine lobster omelets, blackened redfish sandwich. Come on. Sure, Raw Bar and Grill, hottest new thing in Austin, and they have live music almost every night. Just incredible, beautiful music. Um, when the weather's nice, you got the patio. Otherwise, sit inside. It's comfortable, and the music just continues. Hi- located Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the YNO. Kill the Sure Raw Bar and Grill. SureATX.com for all the details. SureATX.com for all the details. Armed Citizens Report up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone, and we are live all over the country. That's right. It's the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fix me some coffee and a honey bun. 
gun, jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five pound bass. That's right. I hope I'm coming out to catch a five pound bass. Come on. This, this thing's over with. Uh, I'm going to take my GMC over there to the boat ramp and launch that boat. Hopefully, the temperatures will be above freezing by the time I get out there. Ditch the fast talk and the sticker scam and shop truck month savings at Nile Maxwell GMC, where the price you see is the price you pay. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price and then put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Another term you'll see is market adjustment pricing. Well, not at Nile Maxwell GMC in Round Rock. Aftermarket options are available to you and never will be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without consent. You'll find truckloads of new 2022 GMCs showing up every day at Truck Month. And you can shop their entire lineup at NileMaxwellGMC.com. But the best way to see their inventory before they're gone is right there in Round Rock. Go visit our friends, professional grade experts who will take first class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship, not the end. Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock or online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Oh, man. Another jewelry smash and grab thwarted by owner with concealed carry. Yes. This is out of San Bruno, California. And I... I'm wondering all these things that happen in California, you would, I, I don't understand how come they don't get it. I mean, and, and, and how do they have guns over there? How does anybody there have a gun anyway? A San Bruno County, uh, San Bruno, California jewelry store owner witnessed a smash and grab unfold right in front of him as he was standing right outside his store. Rather than watch the thieves steal potentially thousands of dollars worth of jewelry, he sprung into action. The owner can be seen can be seen in video outside the store talking with someone. The jewelry store is located inside the Tamboran Mall. One of the five suspects can be seen running into the store with a hammer and then smashing one of the jewelry cases. The store owner ran in and tried to stop the suspect. As the suspect moves towards the store owner with the hammer, the owner draws his concealed carry gun. As this was all going down, two other suspects can be seen moving seen moving in on the store owner. But as soon as the owner drew his gun, the suspect inside the store fled. Another suspect can be seen drawing a gun, but quickly decides to flee as well. The police reported that the three that there were five suspects, and as of this writing, none of them have been apprehended. The store owner told the news, I'm not trying to be a hero or a macho man. It just happened very quickly, and I had no choice. And <clears throat> it got me thinking that one what I what I think the beauty of the element of allowing personal carry and all the freedoms that come from uh, 
healthy firearm ownership is the element of surprise. You don't know who's carrying and whether they will or will not have a gun. You break into a house in the middle of the night. You go try to do a car snatching. You try and do a robbery. And you flip the coin. It may work this time. It may not. <laughs> so, well, I, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah but come there's on. There's no doubt. I'm sorry to say, but is it okay for a group of guys or kids or whomever to just bum rush a store, break everything, and people just don't even care? No, people care. All right. That old boy right there, he cared. Well, you're not going to do that to me. I'm not going to go through that. Just that they smack. And, you know, the whole smash and grab thing is, you know, there's, and, and, and then you see that whole thing now in LA where they're robbing the, all the trains, you know, opening the box cars and stealing stuff out of the trains. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, California's out of control. Out well, of control. I think it reminds me of my wife. We were watching a movie, and some guy was giving somebody crap at a uh, at a gas station, and he just let loose on him. Didn't not with a gun, but you know, hit him a couple times. And she's like, you know, maybe that's what we need for smart mm-hmm. Alec little kids. <laughs> Punk, just get a little pop in the mouth once it's, in a just while. Just pop them, and and it's like, well, you never know who's going to pop you or go off you. You, you well, that's what that was dad's job back in the day was to tell a kid, hey, you don't talk like that or grab so, him, get that Vulcan mind or that Vulcan uh, shoulder grip, you know, the iron know. claw. Yes. Like Ron Putzky or Ivan Putzky, the wrestler. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Cody I, uses it on his kid. Oh, my gosh. I do, too. My granddaughter I, runs away. He goes, it's time for the iron claw or something like that. And my, of course, I don't know where he learned that. But. Right. Well, my, I didn't learn it from whatever y'all did, some 1973 wrestling star, but I learned it from. Uh, you have to watch. I, you have to go back and Google him because yes. that's the iron claw, dude. That's right. Now, and I latched down on. He would latch down on a guy's forehead and it was over. Well, I would always go up. Mine to... tickles my three-year-old. Let's get that straight. Oh. The claw is a tickling mechanism for tickling <laughs> my, a toddler. My grandkids, when I say, what's worse than one claw? And they'll be like, two claws. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I use both hands. Well, I think the element of, I think the element of a personal carry, you know, it's like the, you know, the, the guy that went into that church a couple of years ago and, and, and several since then where, you know, they went in there to do something really demonic and there was good guys with guns that were paying attention. And well, we see it every day. Well, every we do, day, right? I mean, how in, many reports do we get? Uh, how many reports does beef collect for us each week for the show? Yeah. I mean, dozens and dozens of reports where a good guy with the gun protected his family, protected others, took out a bad guy, and how anybody could. And not even necessarily took him out most of the time. Or just chased him off or. Deferred the situation. It was. Well, let, you know. let's put it this way. It's not hard to find them. In fact, you got to try to pick out which ones because there's so many during the week now. 
Isn't that Honestly, great? Isn't that that's good news? the reality, though. That's reality. That's every day. That's right. It's and not you uncommon. Don't hear it. You don't hear it in your regular media. And so we like to bring it to you here. That is the Armed Citizen Report weekly on the Outdoor Zone. Hey, there's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products on the farm and ranch market today at farmranchstore.com. Boar Buster Hog Traps, $5 a tail. You need to get you a Boar Buster Hog Trap. Put it up there in your yard or you got a couple acres over there. Put that Boar Buster Hog Trap system up. That is the number one. Captures 88% of the identifiable hog populations in your area. It'll do it. It'll work. You can only get them, the Boar Buster Hog Traps, at farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. Well, that's where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right. When we come back, we got your dirt talk. We'll close this whole thing up from all over the country. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live from all over the country. Grandma's Kitchen right here in East Texas and the bunkhouse. You get it only one place, 24-7, 365. Find us at theoutdoorzone.com. A few days before he turned 80, he was sitting out back in a rocker. He said, what you been up to lately? I told him chasing a dollar and in between sips of coffee. He poured this wisdom out. Said, if you want my two cents on making a dollar count, buy dirt. Find one you can't All right, welcome to Dirt Talk, brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann at buybassdropproperty.com. Their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. And if you need to sell that place in the big city, they can help you with that too. Jill loves getting to know their clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Anne's business and law paralegal background assures you of the re- all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. Buy BassDropProperty.com and you better together. So, man, I just, uh, I am absolutely ate up with the whole idea of dirt. One of the things that, uh, that I was looking at and kind of hit my radar this week was, um, event space and how to use different, um, a piece of property to, you you know, we're always looking at, we we either want a homestead or we want to create an income stream, right? I mean, you always create an income stream on your homestead. any of the above, but we're always looking at a piece of dirt going, okay, what's this piece of dirt supposed to be used for? And I know there's dirt out there that's supposed to just sit for whatever reason. I, I have not been trained that way. Um, so, but I was, I've been looking for, uh, at the options of, and, and I'm seeing some people doing it. They're buying, uh, I mean, like you're working on the old farmhouse, you're going to create a, uh, kind of a Airbnb venue at kind of place on a, a, in an old farmhouse and p- 
people yeah. are taking old barns and fixing them up and and they're you know 50 Hosting or 100 weddings or yeah i mean i have seen some incredible stuff and you you can spend a whole lot of money on that stuff but you can create a really unique event space yeah and a, i saw on a piece I, of property i saw one the other day on this tree farm that i used to use out towards me i used to use them when i was in the landscape business this tree farm is now hosting weddings at their property uh just on a piece up you know a portion of their property where they've basically all they've done is put in is they've landscaped this one little area or it looks like i haven't been there but landscape this particular area that's beautiful and then they put up a uh one of those white tents, you know, uh, when, the, here. when there's a wedding mm-hmm. and they put up one of those big white tents and with all the tables. And so the whole thing is outside and it's removed after the wedding, but it's just a beautiful backdrop and they have plenty of parking and all that. So it's just a beautiful backdrop. It's not an actual fixed structure. It's not a, any of that. And you can book this whole wedding ceremony in this beautiful setting, uh, on this old tree farm. And, uh, so anyway, kind of a neat idea, you know, uh, uh, like you were saying an event space, but not even a fixed, uh, event space. It's a, you know, something they can take down. And Maybe I they would, have five weddings there a year or whatever, but shoot. I and bet they're that making the eight grand a wedding. You know, yeah, I talked to maybe, these folks the other day. It's, so I was talking to somebody last night, my niece, I was talking to my niece last night and she's working with a, a company, uh, a family and they're creating a, an event space. And we were just talking about how she said, yeah, we're not buying tables. We're not buying chairs. We, there's a, there's a company in town. We tell them where to go. They rent everything. Those people bring it in. They set it up, they tear it down they take it away. We have the space. And so they, they, they make really nice restrooms, really, really nice restrooms. Uh, and you need parking, but I mean, there's, uh, you buy a piece of property with an old barn on it, or I, I just think, again, part of what we talk about on, on Dirt Talk is look at that piece of property, and w- is it just going to be your quiet place out in the country? I mean, are you going to build just a little tiny home out in the middle of nowhere? That's okay. That's great. Yeah, that actually but, sounds real nice <laughs> when you got a three-year-old toddler, a quiet space out in the country. Just for you. Dude, well, yeah, you could right. get away. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're not inviting them. Oh no. Uh, but the, to look at your property when you're looking at a piece of property and really understand what it is that you're looking to do. What is it that we want to create on this piece of property? Is it our getaway? Is it our forever? Do we need to at some point retire and have an income an income stream from an Airbnb over in the corner? Right. You know, there's, it's, it's a beautiful thing and I love the thought process of thinking through it. And now with some of these event spaces, people going in that and say, oh, that's a tear down barn. And they go in and it's no longer a tear down barn. It's a, we're going to spend a little money. We're going to, we're going to fix that thing up a little bit. Yeah. And, it's $10,000 uh, a weekend for a wedding. Golly. It's incredible. It's crazy. It's incredible. So. I, I just think, um, you know, enjoy your dirt. 
Um, but think about it. Think about it before you buy it and think about it as you own it. What is it you want and uh, what are your expectations? And our friends at uh, Buy Bass Trout Property, Jill and Ann, will talk you through that stuff because they're in it every day. Yeah, yeah. Met up every with them day. earlier this week and looked at a piece of property. Uh, Jill's probably wondering why I haven't called her back, but one of those ones you just got to ponder, you know? Yep. Well, always looking, always looking. Buy BassDropProperty.com. Call Jill and Ann. They'll help you talk through it. Man, now's not, there's not a better time to get out of the city. That's right. Beefsteak, what you got? Man, so this is from the famous sculpture that made the thinker in 1904. You know, the guy sitting on that marble slab with his uh, chin or fist under his chin thinking. Yeah. 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 And it's, uh, it says on there, patience is also a form of action. And it reminds us that slowing down and taking time for contemplation is also a critical part of moving forward. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> this week's Bible verse comes from Proverbs eleven twenty five. Generous persons will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So there you go, refreshing. Actually, it says refresh. You got to sit and think about a, that one for a while. That was <laughs> yeah. You got to you got to dig in that. So basically, be nice. All right, live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. I'm heading to the lake. Sorry, I'm uh, spending church with the basses today. Not the masses, but right. the basses. <laughs> hey, this week, want to encourage you to get a kid off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Uh, if you are interested in starting a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, we can help you with that. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you got a little boy that needs to go to a cool summer camp, Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. There's a few spots left for a little boy who needs to go to a cool summer camp, kidsoutdoorzone.com. Hey, we're all headed to church. You might want to find you a good Bible-based church in your neighborhood there somewhere. Thank you for being tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. Thank you, Road Rash. You're the number one ranch hand we've ever had. Uh, from Beefsteak, Road Rash, Cody and myself. We just want to tell you thank you for listening to the show. Pass this podcast on to your friends. Now, regulators, let's mount up. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land, and his taught him to be a businessman. He used to send me pictures of the Broadway nights, and I'd send him some homemade wine. But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land.
skin a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.